Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Deuteronomy chapter 26. When you've entered the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance and have taken possession of it and settled in it, take some of the first fruits of all that you produce from the soil of the land the Lord your God is giving you and put them in a basket. Then go to the place the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling for his name and say to the priest in office at that time, I declare today to the Lord your God that I have come to the land the Lord swore to our ancestors to give us. The priest shall take the basket from your hands and set it down in front of the altar of the Lord your God. Then you shall declare before the Lord your God, My father was a wandering Aramean, and he went down into Egypt with a few people and lived there and became a great nation, powerful and numerous. But the Egyptians mistreated us and made us suffer, subjecting us to harsh labor. Then we cried out to the Lord, the God of our ancestors, and the Lord heard our voice and saw our misery, toil, and oppression. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, with great terror and with signs and wonders. He brought us to this place and gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And now I bring the first fruits of the soil that you, Lord, have given me. Place the basket before the Lord your God and bow down before him. Then you and the Levites and the foreigners residing among you shall rejoice in all the good things the Lord your God has given you and your household. When you have finished setting aside a tenth of all your produce in the third year, the year of the tithe, you shall give it to the Levite, the foreigner, the fatherless, and the widow, so that they may eat in your towns and be satisfied. Then say to the Lord your God, I have removed from my house the sacred portion and have given it to the Levite, the foreigner, the fatherless, and the widow, according to all that you commanded. I have not turned aside from your commands, nor have I forgotten any of them. I have not eaten any of the sacred portion while I was in mourning, nor have I removed any of it while I was unclean, nor have I offered any of it to the dead. I have obeyed the Lord my God. I have done everything you commanded me. Look down from heaven, your holy dwelling place, and bless your people Israel and the land you have given us as you promised on an oath to our ancestors, a land flowing with milk and honey. The Lord your God commands you this day to follow these decrees and laws. Carefully observe them with all of your heart and with all of your soul. You have declared this day that the Lord is your God and that you will walk in obedience to him, that you will keep his decrees, commands, and laws that you will listen to him. And the Lord has declared this day that you are his people, his treasured possession as he promised, and that you are to keep all of his commands. He has declared that he will set you in praise, fame, and honor, high above all the nations he has made, and that you will be a holy people to the Lord your God as he has promised. This chapter starts out with a long and fairly complicated ritual for what to do with the first fruits of the um, harvest in the promised land. And it's a little unusual. It refers to Jacob as a wandering Aramean. Uh, That seems to be an unusual reference to Jacob. But when you hear, my father was a wandering Aramean, it's talking about Jacob. And so it starts out um, with these instructions. When you have entered the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance 
and have taken possession of it and settled in it, take some of the first fruits of all that you produce from the soil of the land the Lord your God is giving you, and put them in a basket. Then go to the place the Lord your God will choose for a dwelling for his name, and say to the priest in office at this time. So pause right there. So uh, it gives the instructions that you are to take a, a sampling of the first agricultural products that come up out of the ground. You're to take them, put them in a basket, and then go to the priest at the place the Lord will choose. This is um, initially where the tabernacle of, of um, Moses is stationed and later where the temple is in uh, Jerusalem. But it says you go to the priest in office and say, and then the following is what you say. I declare today to the Lord your God that I have come to the land the Lord swore to our ancestors to give us. The priest shall take the basket from your hands then, this further instructions, set it down in front of the altar of the Lord your God. Then you shall declare before the Lord your God the following oath. My father was a wandering Aramean, that's Jacob, and he went down into Egypt with a few people and lived there and became a great nation, powerful and numerous. But the Egyptians mistreated us and made us suffer, subjecting us to harsh labor. Then we cried out to the Lord, God of our ancestors, and the Lord heard our voice and saw our misery, toil, and oppression. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, with great terror and with signs and wonders. He brought us to this place and gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And now I bring the first fruits of the soil that you, Lord, have given me. And so it involves a little recap of what took place in Egypt and uh, the deliverance from Egypt. And then the next instructions, you place the basket of the first fruits before the Lord and bow down before him. Then you and the Levites and the foreigners residing among you shall rejoice in all the good things the Lord your God has given to you in your household. So it's a, it's a really neat ritual, if you want to call it a ritual. It involves the acknowledgement that God is the the one that allows the produce to be grown. He's the one that blesses the soil with rain and with adequate weather conditions to grow good crops. And so the once again, the Lord intended that the worship of Yahweh would be so interwoven with the lives of the Jews that every day would involve some consideration uh, as to how they were to worship him and to honor him. This is just one more example. Then in verse 12, um, it mentions the tithe for the poor orphans and widows again. When you've finished setting aside a tenth of all your produce in the third year, the year of the tithe, you shall give it to the Levite, the foreigner, and the fatherless, and the widows, so that they may eat in your towns and be satisfied. So this um, uh, this every three-year tithe was for that purpose, for the Levites, the poor, the orphans, uh, the widows, and for foreigners or aliens. And so the Lord, he goes on to say, I have removed from my house the sacred portion and have given it to the Levite, the foreigner, the fatherless, and the widow, according to all you commanded. I have not turned aside from your commands, nor have I forgotten any of them. So this is a, an oath that the person presenting the tithe says. I have not eaten any of the sacred portion while I was in mourning, nor have I removed any of it while I was unclean, nor have I offered any of it to the dead. I have obeyed the Lord my God. I have done everything you commanded me. Look down from heaven, your holy dwelling place, and bless your people Israel, 
and the land you have given us, as you promised on an oath to our ancestors. And uh, furthermore, in verse 16, it says, The Lord your God commands you this day to follow these decrees and laws carefully. Observe them with all of your heart and with all of your soul. So once again, this tithe, three-year tithe, for the benefit of the Levites, the aliens, the fatherless, the widows, etc., was intended to be a, a bit of a little ritual, too, where they would acknowledge the fact that they were faithfully giving a tenth, uh, that they were not cheating the Lord out of any of it, that it was all being delivered intact. And then verse 18 reads this way, And the Lord has declared this day that you are his people, his treasured possession, as he promised. I love that expression, his treasured possession. That's repeated in other places in the scriptures as well. And so, Lord, we pray that we would be faithful in acknowledging that all good things come from above. We pray, Lord, that we would live with an awareness that we are your treasured possessions. Lord, may we live in such a way that the people around us desire to have the relationship with you that we have. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.